Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to The Conversation, a LYF podcast series where we provide our insight, thoughts, and experiences on self-love exploration. My name is Ayla, Growth and Development Coordinator for the Love Yourself Foundation. And my name is JR, Technology Coordinator and Board Member of the Love Yourself Foundation. Ayla, what's up? Hello, welcome back. It has been so long, it feels like, but I'm so excited to get back into season two. Aren't you excited? I am so excited. It, it is something to say that when you have something so enveloped in your everyday life and knowing that we're doing episodes on a Sunday and, and when that is gone, you kind of miss a little bit of that. So I'm excited that we're getting back into it and starting off this new season. Me too. And I'm glad you said that. I'm super excited for everyone listening. We have a lot in store this season, changing things up. And I'm sure as you can tell by the title, we are doing things a little bit different this time. Yes. Yeah, I think when me and Ayla got together to brainstorm what we're going to do for the new season, for season two, we definitely wanted to take it into a different direction this time around, but still touching on those aspects of what we are used to when it comes to self-love, exploration, and the topics that are around there. But just to change things up, you know, it's good to start fresh, have new ideas. So we're definitely excited to see where the season goes. Yeah, and so our episodes are going to come out a little different, but we're going to lean more into the conversation and go through more than one topic per episode, which we can get started if you have something in mind, JR. Yeah, I just I think for the start of this season, we're it's not necessarily a, a recap of what happened last season, right? We definitely touched on a whole bunch of things, and I think that Coming into this new season, even just having this particular episode is understanding what worked from that previous season to where I'm at right now. And yeah, I think throughout the week, there's been a lot of this idea on my mind of boundaries again, you know, and, and trying to revisit that idea of setting boundaries for yourself and, and really just trying to focus on what needs to be done. And a lot of the stuff that I'm involved in right now, it has to deal with LYF, of course, and we just got 10 new interns on and we just got them onboarded. So that's really exciting. I'm I'm super excited for the growth of LYF and and where our direction is going to go. But it's kind of that same idea where as, as much as I love LYF and the things that we're doing, 
I feel like I'm kind of taking myself away from what I need to be focusing on for myself. And what I've been dealing with for the past couple of weeks, maybe month, has been like maybe pseudo panic attacks a little bit. You know, I'm waking up in the morning and just thinking I haven't done anything for my business. I don't know what direction I'm going to take. I ha- I kind of have some ideas, but I haven't put anything in there. And I think a lot of that too is just, if I'm being completely honest with myself, is just laziness. I get kind of stuck in a routine and I know the certain things that I need to be doing for myself. But yeah, I, I know that I have not been taking that initiative to to really focus on, on those kind of things. So I, I wanted to get your take on that. And, and yeah, have you been dealing with something similar like that? I could talk about a lot of different things with that. First, I think that one, a lot of people underestimate how hard it is to be like self-employed. And I'm the kind of person that has a million ideas and I could honestly generate business ideas and think that I can do any of them. I love the idea of being self-employed. And I think that it seems a lot more dreamy than it is and that the discipline required is a lot more than people give credit to. And so the first thing I would say to that is to have compassion with yourself Mm. and not be upset with yourself because it's hard. And I think that moving off of that, when talking about last season and boundaries, I think that in any constant in your life, when you have something that is going through different periods of your life, like this show, you have to redefine boundaries as you go. And kind of how we mentioned in that episode, boundaries are a hard thing to do, but there aren't something that you define once. And then you're like, whoo, that's done. Right, yeah. <laughs> We're good now. <laughs> and I think that makes it harder because you have to continually reevaluate. And I think that's a good part of the conversation is to talk about the fact that they are changing thing and you have to be comfortable, you know, not only communicating that change for you, but also on the other ends, like listening to someone's change and respecting that for them. So I would say that that's something that I've had to learn as I go through different mental experiences, different jobs, different things, the constants in my life, I have to continue to look at how am I balancing that and what kind of things do I have to redefine in order to kind of tackle these changes occurring elsewhere. Yeah, I'm glad you said that too, when it comes to compassion. And I know, again, we've talked about this before, but yeah, I don't know why it's so hard for me to have that compassion for myself. And I know that it's important in my kind of self-love journey to incorporate that more because it's very easy for me to be compassionate with other people, whether it be my family, close friends, even strangers, I'm very inclined to just be compassionate towards. But doing it for myself has always been a struggle. And especially now being on my own when it comes to being self-employed and then trying to do this thing by myself, it, it is definitely harder to grasp that idea of compassion. And I think it's interesting to point that out just because compassion is part of self-love and me acknowledging the fact that I don't do a great job when it comes to being compassionate with myself is something that is very telling of kind of where I'm at in my life right now. And also what you mentioned about it is kind of a dreamy idea starting your own thing. But what I have noticed in the past six months of being out on my own, this is very, very hard. (laughs) It is very difficult to 
stay focused. It is very difficult to be driven every single day to even get to that 1% better of what it is that you're trying to achieve. And I'm all about honesty, especially when it comes to the show. And there have been more times than not where I'm not putting that effort into my business or what it is that I'm trying to do. I think there's that kind of mentality too of just hoping that things work out. But the reality of it is, is you got to put in the work. You got to put in the time to make this work. It it just won't come out of thin air. You know, I have an idea. I know what direction I need to take it, but now it's time to put that into action. So yeah, I, I think that that is one of those things of being completely honest with yourself and realizing that within yourself, that there are things that need to change. There are boundaries you need to set, not only for other people, but for yourself too. And more importantly, having compassion with yourself and knowing that, yes, this is hard. This was not going to be easy, but the fact that you are doing it and having the opportunity to do it is, is something to have that feeling of accomplishment of you're at least trying it because some people don't get that opportunity. For sure. Yeah. You were asking if I related to it. And for me, I have a hard time of defining the line between being compassionate with myself and giving excuses. And sometimes I lean more into like, oh, these are all these excuses as to why I'm not doing this or I'm not where I want to be at this time. And I caution you with that. I think that it's good to like be compassionate and allow yourself to have those days where you feel lazy or less productive, but also to tell yourself, you got to remind yourself of your why. And the biggest thing is not only if you're self-employed, but any goal that you're working on. I know a lot of people's resolution is go to the gym every day. And that's something that you're going to lose at one point. And it's really important to remind yourself in that time, why am I doing this in the first place? And as long as you can continue to like connect back and re-motivate yourself, that's how you can continue to fuel you working harder and trying to progress. But it's not easy. And it's something that I think we kind of look past as kind of a thing that happens on your way to the goal. But it's a big obstacle. It really is. Yeah. And I pose a question to you then, because, you know, we both have gone through these phases and, and you know, sometimes things fall off and we have to try to get back onto what our goals are, or what it is that we're focused on. What is it that you do to remotivate yourself when it comes to that point? The first thing that I do is I look at why, like, why am I not able to, why am I not wanting to, what's getting in the way? I don't know if this is what other people experience, but for me, I realized that when I'm not working on my goal or doing what I need to be doing, there's something that's distracting me. Maybe there's a bigger problem going on in my life that is taking more hold in my mental capacity or my worries. And that's where my focus is being. And so I'm getting drained of the opportunity to work on what I want to work on because I'm focused on that. So the first thing I kind of do is kind of analyze okay, what obstacle is in my way for me to work on this? And it's just looking back at, is there something I need to solve first? Is there a better way I can prepare? And usually I find that once I can solve that, I realize, oh, now I see what was in my way. And then I can reconnect with, okay, I remember this was my goal before I got distracted, if you will, with this. Is that still a goal for me? Is that still important for me? And like, hopefully <laughs> it is, you know, sometimes with the changes and obstacles, it changes our where we're focused and that's just life. 
But then I just remind myself, what do I want to get out of this? Is this for the betterment of myself? Am I continuing to grow because of this goal, either mentally, physically, however it may be? And it's always focusing on that to try to motivate myself to get there. And just imagining myself in that space of I've achieved what I've been looking for. That's what pushes me to get back on the grind. But I think that a lot of people don't think about that first. What is the obstacle in my way step? Yeah, I I would agree with that wholeheartedly because I think we're kind of similar when it comes to that too, is just for me, it it is based around distraction. Even if it's not self-imposed distraction, there's still something that is there that's blocking me from going after or refocusing my efforts into what it is that I, I want to do. And more importantly, what I need to do, because, you know, the thing that's been kind of on my mind is I have a, a little bit of money in the bank to kind of help me along this journey that I'm on right now. But that thing has an expiration date if I don't make moves the way that I know that I need to. And, you know, I don't want to make it sound like money is the most important thing or that's what's driving this whole passion. But, you know, money does help, especially when you need to pay rent, (laughs) bills and all this other stuff. So, yeah, I definitely was feeling like there was a distraction that was there, I think, for the uh, past couple months since like October to December. There were uh, definitely a lot of factors that played into me not being so focused on what it is that I'm trying to do and more so just me sitting around, laying around, not really having that motivation just because my mind was so focused on the, on these distractions that there really was no bandwidth left for me to feel inspired to do something for myself. So yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because distraction is definitely a big one. And I think that everybody listening has experienced that as well, especially when you're trying to do something for yourself, you know, life doesn't stop life. Just it it continues on. So whether or not you're doing something for yourself, these other factors are going to play a role into where you're going to go next, that it's, it's just really trying to understand how to manage all of that when you're trying to do your own thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's the hard part for me. I don't know, it must have been in the air these past few months, but it just is that winter, like, not goodness. Right. <laughs> for me, I'm just always the kind of person that in the winter time, life never goes right for me. Mm-hmm. And I've been feeling that way too, where I've just felt not really inspired to make the changes I know that need to be made. And kind of ignoring the fact that time moves along anyway, like you were saying. I've been kind of just, you know, oh, day to day, just getting through today. It's okay. And realizing that we're almost in February, like this Mm -hmm. whole month is almost over, which is crazy. The fact that we're almost a month in and 2022 just started. And I know people say, you know, January seems like the longest month, but I think that just realizing how fast time goes, even though some days it feels like you feel every minute, that's kind of what makes me think like, Yes, it feels like maybe like so much work to make the changes, but they're still going to have to be made at some point and you're just prolonging you getting to that next step. And that helps me. And I hope that eventually I'll be able to get to that next step, but it is a lot of work. And I think that that's the hard part about it. Yeah. I I don't know what it is about the December, maybe even the holidays too. 
I think our mentality kind of shifts a little bit because we're um, gearing up for the holidays, for family time. We know that the colder months, we can't really go out as often. And part of me kind of feels like, is that just an excuse to, you know, trying to trick myself into thinking like, oh, the reason why you can't be doing this stuff is because of all of this. But what I've noticed too, is I kind of get in this hibernation mode during these times. And there have been a lot of times where I'm just laying in bed until 10 30 11 o'clock not really doing much of anything and i think at some point it reminded me of just understanding that yes time moves on but at the same time you can control the time that you wake up what you do within those hours that you have allotted to you that isn't so focused on the quote-unquote distraction part of the day that you still have a choice to make and for me personally, you know, if I could just wake up at six o'clock in the morning, I'd have more hours within the day to do the thing that I need to do for myself, but I choose not to because it's too much work or it's too hard or my mind's not in it right now. And I think it's okay for us to have that kind of thinking just because we are being honest with ourselves and knowing that you know, I know I can change things. I'll get to that point when I'm ready to do that. But being able to feel what you're feeling to understand where you're at in life currently, knowing that things can get better, knowing that you can make a change to make things better. I think it's pretty important to have that mentality. And a lot of the things that we talk about too, is just that mindset, change the mindset and you can achieve the things that you want to achieve. So yeah, I think this is all just very interesting stuff that reminds me of almost like i've never connected it to this for some reason but almost like i'm staying in my comfort zone like you know like oh i need to wake up at 6 a.m and i know that that would help me so much but i just feel so much more comfortable like sleeping until eight and then waking up mm-hmm. like i just feel like that is what i need to do and that's what i've been doing and so i'm just gonna stay with it and yeah, it's very interesting to think about what it means to push ourselves. And, I, you know, I've talked about the debate of waking up early before and if that's right. really necessary to be successful and whatnot. But I think that that's definitely something for maybe you and I to do a challenge on in the future. Um, for those of you who obviously don't know yet, new season two, we'll, we will be doing different segments, including different challenges each week where we do something outside of the episode and on the episode, we talk about our experience with it. And so waking up early may be a good one for us to talk about how, how it works for us and pushing ourselves, how it maybe changes our day. I've never necessarily tried it in that way. Mm-hmm. And I've just speculated that I don't like the idea of kind of the, the push for people wake up at 5am or you're not going to be successful. Right. Right. But yeah, I, I think that'd be an interesting one if you're willing to try Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad that you brought that up about the challenges. I think what you were talking about being in our comfort zone is definitely a real thing. And I do feel that quite a bit that I think these challenges are going to push us into that direction of getting out of that comfort zone and maybe even realizing that there is something that we haven't tried before that we actually want to implement in our daily lives. So the idea of the challenge, which, you know, is more of like a, a, a prettier word to use when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I think it's just like, you know, we're trying different things to see what works, what doesn't work and being honest again with ourselves of knowing 
that this is something that we can incorporate into our lives or it just, it might not. And I'm actually going to be interested in our listeners who might want to try these challenges with us to see if that mm -hmm. impacts them as well. Yeah, that's a great idea. And obviously our main goal is not only to be honest with ourselves, but also honest with you and our experiences. You know, we want you as a listener to be able to contemplate here our different ideas and why it did work or didn't work. And maybe you resonate more with why it didn't work for us and think that that would make it work for you. So I'm excited for our future episodes where we have a little bit of segments with that. Something that I did want to bring up that all of this was reminding me of and potentially our last little exploration of the episode. But I was thinking about how it's hard to focus on happiness and improvement when the hierarchy of needs is not being met. Mm. So I'm not sure if I've ever talked about the hierarchy of needs in an episode before, but basically it's a very common renowned psychology theory, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that says that you have to have certain things in order to achieve your full potential. And so you have to have your physiological needs. So these are your food, water, sleep, and you have to have safety. You have to feel like your life is not in danger. Then it's love and belonging. You have to feel like you are loved by other people, that you belong in the society that you're in. Then it's your self-esteem. And then once you have all those things, then you can have your highest potential or your self-actualization. Yeah. And when you look at it like that, and this is something that was, I was thinking about this week, like it's really hard to be in that optimized place all the time. And I think that on this show, and as we want to lean in this season about it being a self-love exploration podcast and how we discuss that, I think a lot of times we need to give credit to the fact that it's hard because your needs are not being met all the time. Right. And so for me, I'm always like, oh, how can I grow? How can I be my best self? But like, I can't always focus on that because other needs are not being met. And that's something that I wanted to kind of get a feel for what your thoughts were and how you think about that. Well, I would like to think that both can live together and work together, you know, having that happiness and improvement and the hierarchy of needs working together to achieve what it is that you're trying to achieve. But I do feel like, at least for me personally, that the hierarchy of needs, just as it, it says, is like these things need to be met before you can move on to where it is that you want to go next. So I definitely struggle a lot with those hierarchy of needs just because sometimes not all of them are being met in a, a certain fashion or at the level of where I want them to be in order for me to feel, I guess, I don't know if the word complete is the correct word to use here, but yeah, I definitely feel like those needs need to be met before I can have that mental space to go after anything else that I'm trying to do because I don't feel as complete without them. I think one thing that drives me a lot too is the love by others idea and how being either accepted by other people, knowing that my friends love me, knowing that my family loves me and everything is okay. I, I think I might put too much emphasis on that hierarchy of need just because I think that that is how I've always kind of operated even when I was a young kid too, is, is that acceptance. And the fact that if I don't feel like I'm being accepted, especially with the things that I'm doing in my life, that 
I feel like I'm doing the things for no reason, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't, and this is part of that self-love journey that I'm on and, and trying to understand more about myself is the difference between acceptance and validation and the things that I want to do in my life should not be validated by anybody else other than myself. Because mm -hmm. if I'm doing it for other people, then I'm just as empty of a person versus if I'm not being loved by other people or anything like that. I know I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but it's just, it just comes to that idea of like, you need to be okay with yourself. You need to be doing things for yourself and not feel like you need those hierarchy of needs in order to function or in order to move on to something else, right? You need to do the things for you because it makes you happy. It makes you feel fulfilled, makes you feel accomplished. Yeah. So it's definitely a, a question that we'll probably get into more throughout this season just to see if things change or if ideas mm -hmm. change. But how do you feel about all this? I have noticed that as someone that continually tries to learn about myself and continue to be the best person I can be, this past few months have been really hard for me because I've realized that like I'm being forced to live on my own because my mom's moving. And so I have to like be an adult and like take that step. For me, the unknown and instability of not having my physiological and safety needs that makes it really hard for me to focus on becoming my best self because I'm worried about where I'm going to live and what job I'm going to be doing and how I'm going to be paying for everything. So I've noticed that, and especially because where I am with my knowledge, that while I remind myself of how important it is to do self-care and to practice self-love, those things have become so much harder for me recently in understanding that I'm worried about these bigger things that are happening. And that's kind of what I was in a way alluding to earlier when I was talking about how you have to know the constants in your life to define those boundaries and the changes of what's going to happen and reevaluate. But I think it's just really interesting that it's really hard to achieve your full potential when there are other things in your life that you have to worry about first. And so in kind of prompting myself to think about like, how do I continue to work on that while I'm working on these other things and these big changes in my life? I've kind of, in my own way, will be exploring that in these upcoming months because I'm going to be on my own soon. Mm -hmm. I think that that is a question that we will definitely talk about more, but I'm glad that we could kind of start here and think about like, how can these needs be met and what can I do to allow myself to have self-love while working on those things? Because I think that's where a lot of people are. It's hard to stay at the top where we're able to be self-actualized every minute of every day. Right, right. But I think that if we can continue to like think about and explore that, it'll be helpful not just to us, but to anybody listening as well. Yeah, I think it's, again, just that idea of just having that disruption within your life that either you didn't expect or you felt like was going to happen sometime soon that kind of throws things out of whack for a little while and it's hard to stay on track or to be that focused especially when these situations end up coming up so i know for me as focused as i was is trying to do what i want to do which is being a content creator on youtube it's hard to really focus on that when you're waking up every morning thinking how am i going to get paid doing this when am I going to get paid doing this? Because 
I don't have those answers. And for the first time in a very long time, there is no constant with a job that is paying you every yeah. month, you know? So there is kind of that nervousness. There is that timidness to, to go after things because that need needs to be met first. And I'm curious to ask you with you moving and this being your first time living on your own this way, do you feel like that has been that disruption for you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's been like, it's been massive ever since I realized how close it's coming. And I mean, by March, I'm going to have to be somewhere totally different. And for me, I've always been the kind of person to embrace change. I'm a big fan of it. And I think it's exciting. It keeps life exciting. I guess it's, it's the only way to put it. Right. It allows you to not be stagnant and to explore and push yourself. But there is something that is scary about change. And I think that's why so many people are reluctant about it. So I'm in this weird state where I understand the duality of it being scary because I don't know, but that being kind of exciting because I have no idea who I will be at that time. And I think that that development will be cool to see. Yeah, I think that's interesting that you point that out too about it's exciting to be in this state of just, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know how this is all going to work. That more times than not, it feels like you being afraid or scared for this new venture in your life, a new opportunity that comes up, a new place that you're going to be at, drives you to want to be excited for that moment, which I don't know why that is, but for some reason, it seems to work out more than you would think. And I equate that to me leaving my job, not knowing where I'm going to go next, but still being excited to the fact that I'm finally doing something on my own. So whether it's you moving to moving out on your own or someone starting something brand new, there is some type of excitement when it comes to that fear. And I think that for me, in my mind, if you're not a little bit afraid, then is it really something that you want to do, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think that that's how, like connecting it back to earlier, it's how you get out of your comfort zone. And I always liked when people would say, you're never going to get where you want to go by doing what you've always done. Right. And you need to continue to adapt and change and make adjustments as you go along the way with each part of your life. And that really connects back to your self-discovery journey, even as you learn more about yourself and what works and what doesn't, you have to continue to have that exploration in yourself and understanding with, okay, this was working my first month of this journey and two years in, this isn't working anymore. And I'm having compassion with myself to allow myself to make that adjustment and that's okay. So yeah, it's, it's going to be an exciting season and I'm yes. really happy that we are able to discuss this and go through this together for sure. Yes. I'm definitely excited and really more of it is just, we don't know what's going to happen in this season, right? Before we definitely had more of a, structured outlook on how episodes are going to be, what topics we're going to be talking about. And I feel like this start to this season with it being a little bit more free flowing and really leaning into having that conversation with someone is definitely going to be a fun one. And if anything, I hope that it inspires others that are listening too 
to have similar conversations with people who you know, people around you, because that's what really kind of sparks those ideas of creativity, what inspires you to take the next leap into something else. It just all starts with that conversation. And at the end of the episode, something that I really wanted to do was give people prompts to think about. And so the prompt this week, I really want you to take the episode in a whole and think about reflecting on last year and what, how this year has been treating you and where you are hoping to go. And just thinking about and reflecting on change and what that means to you and how you can take what you've learned and where you want to go and make a plan for yourself to either get excited or get scared, but do it anyway. And so that's your, your kind of prompt for the week. But as you'll be excited to hear, we are still doing quotes at the end of the episode, our favorite part. And yes. if you want to start, we are, I'm excited to hear your quote. Yes. My quote for this episode is love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious. You get to choose how you use it. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept by Anna Taylor. The reason why I wanted to choose this one specifically is like at the very top of the show, talking about setting your own boundaries for yourself and really driving that idea of knowing when to put things off to the side when you want to really focus on the things that you want to do. But also it, it shows your connection to other people of, of being honest with one another. And I think throughout this whole entire season, for me, it's going to be all about honesty and doing that not only with yourself, but with others around you. But setting, setting boundaries is one of those things that, you know, you create that honesty with other people, letting them know, hey, I can't do this or, hey, I would love to do this, but X, Y, Z. But also you're setting that honesty with yourself as well of knowing, hey, I can't do this for myself right now. I need to, to refocus my efforts into whatever this other thing is, or I know where I need to be, or I want to be in the future that I need to start doing these things now in order to get there. So that's why this quote really resonated with me. We are making boundaries and being honest with ourselves and others all 2020. Yes. And that leads to my quote, and it is, I will go anywhere as long as it's forward by David Livingston. And I thought that that was just something when I read it, I was like, that's a good way to look at it. Like mm -hmm. you may not know what the future holds, what change will mean, but it, you still need to move forward. And if that's all you can do, it's not a bad thing to do. I love that. I love that. It's exactly what we talk about on this show is just everything that we learn, everything that we talk about is all about bettering yourself. And most importantly, it's taking you to the next step forward in your life with others, what have you. So I really like that. And that is our episode. Yes. I'm excited for this new season. Ayla, I know that you're excited too. And I hope that everybody out there that's listening joins in on that conversation. You know, we definitely want to hear from you. So leave us a comment on Instagram or Twitter at the LY foundation or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the LY foundation. And let us know what you thought about today's episode. Also, please leave us a review of the LYF podcast. This is season two, and we always like to hear your feedback. 
what you love, what we can improve on. So leave us a review. That way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show. Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home.